1: Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 145 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are a little bit discouraged because we lost a big chunk of audio we recorded at the beginning. So it's not our cheeriest episode, but we talk about some fun things nonetheless. Before we get to all of that though, I want to tell you about something that Melanie and I both love with our whole undivided hearts. And that is Fab Fit Fun. Fab Fit Fun is a seasonal subscription box with full size, all the way full size, beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of $200. And you will find the most fun things inside. You might find skincare from Glam Glow or Kate Somerville or Dr. Brandt. You might find fashion items from Vince Camuto or Free People or Michael Stars. You might find beauty products from tart or moroccan oil or zoya it is a needed product in my life so don't miss out the FabFitFun boxes sell out fast and fortunately you can subscribe using our coupon code and get $10 off your first box so here's what you do you go to fabfitfun.com and use the code bigboo b-i-g-b-o-o so you can save $10 off your first box, which will make it only $39.99. Again, that's FabFitFun.com and use the code BIGBOO for $10 off your first box. What a fun way to treat yourself and feel like it's your birthday four times a year. righty, y'all. As always, we are so glad you're here with us. Even if it's during a moment of some mild discouragement. Listen, we persevered. We pushed through. And here we go with episode 145. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. So we just recorded for like 17 minutes and then it was like a a lightning bolt hit and we lost our connection and we lost everything that we had talked about for those 17 minutes. And to say that we're discouraged about our ongoing technical challenges would be an understatement.
2: It would be an understatement. It makes I'm going to say that it makes my two pronged microphone pale in comparison. Listen, my beanbag chair is really not even an issue compared to the online struggles.
1: I'm going to tell you, that beanbag chair is, it's like the finest, it's <laughs> its a state-of-the-art recording studio compared to the garbage we're working with in terms <laughs> of trying to talk to one another over the internet. It's, it's something else. Oh, no. Like, y'all don't yeah. even, y'all don't even know. Like we had a whole conversation before we ever recorded about how, we can't ever get our act together and then we 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 get our act together for 17 minutes and the internet stops us
2: i know it's like foiled again it just feels like and i mean to the point that we were both sitting here thinking maybe we just may never record another podcast but
1: (laughs) i i'm I'm about like really like maybe we're just about done maybe maybe this is the lord saying i appreciate you keep trying it's not worth it (laughs) but we're done (laughs) I really did. You know, what's funny is that we're having this
2: conversation, which we had not planned to have on the podcast or publicly. Mm-hmm. But what was funny is I really, what, last night I couldn't sleep and I was laying there and I was thinking, and I thought, isn't it funny? Because I was July 5th. So July 5th for me was the 13th anniversary of me starting my blog. And I just always remember okay. that July 5th is when I started it back in 2006. And so I was sitting there thinking, and I was like, isn't that funny how I did that all, every day for like, Uh 11 years and then just one day I was like I'm gonna give myself a break tonight and I pretty Uh much now I blog once sometimes twice a week the end like it just Uh like it just and some of it I mean it's phase of life and it's things have changed and I feel like everybody's gone to where you do an Instagram post and all of that is so much easier because I don't know anybody who regularly blogs anymore for the most part that's not like a fashion blog or a style blog or whatever Right. but I thought it is funny that for all those times I used to sit on the couch every night at ten o'clock and be like, "What was my day?" and then one day I just
1: thought, "I don't have anything to say." And That was the end. Yeah, I mean, I I thought about that because you know I read a blog post at the, like yeah. back in June about the stuff we'd done in the house, and it was the first one I'd written in forever. And I thought, I can't believe that I used to do this every night, sometimes mm-hmm. twice a day. You know, mm-hmm. like I, like Alex would nap, and I'd do one, and then mm-hmm. and then I'd do another one at night. And it's, I don't know. It, it and, and guess what? It takes a lot of time. It it, yeah. it takes a lot of time. I think Instagram has skewed sort of, or has, Instagram is so much quicker yes. that it makes the blog post thing feel all the more tedious.
2: I agree. I agree. Because, because now, if I can put up a quick picture on Instagram and just be like, here's something I'm thinking about today, the end, that's so
1: much easier. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier. So I... I don't, I don't know. I, because even as I wrote it though, the last one I wrote, I was like, I kind of miss this. Like this was, what a, what a great way to share information, these blogs, (laughs) (laughs) who, who would have ever thought these blogs? Yes. Look at at the ease of, of communicating with people. And so. I actually started another blog post a couple of days later. I was like, I may, I may be about to blog some more. And I started one like two days later and um, guess what? I hadn't finished it yet. So
2: no. And I think to me, I'm like, it's such a weird thing. And I know you're the same because I'm like, part of it is like when I really sit and examine it for the five minutes that I sit and think about it that's a that's generous for the three minutes that I think about it I'm like part of it is phase of life because we're just so busy now like I've just I feel like it's so different with teenagers and all of that stuff there's so many things that are private that you Mm -hmm. that would make great stories but you're not going to write about because they're the kids stories and all of that stuff so that so there's so much of life that to me feels off limits and it's the contrast with the books like because I feel like for all these years, and this is the first time in like five years that I haven't been under some sort of contract that I've got to write a book. So all of a sudden, right. I I don't have that pressure of like, I've got to write a book. And like, in my current mindset, I'm like, I'm never going to write another book again. So what does right. it matter if I blog? Because I I don't have any plans to ever write another book.
1: Right. So we're back to what whatever we were doing back in 2004. Um, exactly. Which, I don't know, for me seems to be right now a lot of television, a lot of television. Um, Listen, mm -hmm. we,
2: I'm going to tell you what the Shankles did, and I knew that we were going to do it, and it was really my favorite, is that Saturday night, we, so uh, this Saturday, this past Saturday, we knew that, well, it was, Sunday was going to be the Women's World Cup final. So we knew that we had that plan at 10 a.m. Sunday morning and Perry was going to cook breakfast and all that stuff. So we did Saturday church. Our church has a Saturday evening service. So we went five o'clock to church and then we came home and we made ceviche for dinner and we watched Stranger Things season three together until about two in the morning.
1: Oh, gosh. So, you know, I've never watched it, (sighs) but but Alex stayed good. He stayed up like whatever night it was. It came out. Mm hmm. Was that Friday night? It came out, no, 4th of July. So it came out
2: Thursday.
1: Thursday is when it came out. Okay. So he stayed up until midnight when it, he watched, he watched four or five. Like mm-hmm. he stayed up till like four four or five in the morning and yeah. then slept for a while and then got up and finished it. So.
2: It's so good. I mean, it's, and we knew we wanted to all watch it together, but because of that, because Caroline was like, look, I can't wait to watch this because all her friends are watching it. She was like, I've got to be culturally relevant and know what's going on with Stranger Things. <laughs> So we were like, we're going to plow through, but it's so, and it's so funny to me that I like it because I really don't like it's it's sci-fi which I don't like it's right it's it's suspenseful and scary at times which I don't like it's it's gross at times but they do the perfect blend of it's funny and it has that 80s nostalgia like they just they they the 80s references and music and everything and the clothes are just spot on so it's I just, I can't even tell you. I love it so much. Like when it ended Saturday night, I was like, well, now I'm real sad that's over. And there's not going to be oh. another one till like October 2020 or something like that. It just, but it's so good. I just, it's something about it just sucks me in. And it's so not the kind of thing I would normally watch.
1: Okay. Well, that's good encouragement for me. Cause you know, I have never watched it for that very reason. Cause yeah. it, it seems like something I would never like. So yeah,
2: but there's something but, but, about it that sucks you in. It's there's, there's something about it that like, I, and I think because it manages to be funny at times um, right. and I've loved the way like with season three, it's like, cause they started, you know, now with three seasons, like they were little kids and then this season they dealt with like they're kind of young teenagers now. And so you have different problems and some boy girl dynamics and I don't know. I just, I really like it. So like I would sit and watch it all. Like I could watch all three seasons again.
1: Okay, well, so you like it, and and David likes it, Alex likes it, my friend Daphne likes it. Like I'm sort of odd man out with this one. Yeah. I feel like with my friends. So,
2: yeah, no, I I like it in spite of that. It's really everything that I normally would say I don't like yeah. in a show.
1: Well, like my friend Stephanie was so excited about it, about it um, coming on, about this new season. Mm-hmm. So. There's definitely something there. I just, I have not yet experienced it. Yeah.
2: I just think, so it's written by the Deffer brothers and I think they're so brilliant because I told Perry, I said, they really have figured out a way because I think with it having the eighties thing, I said, if you didn't have that, if it were set in modern times, I don't think I would have the interest in it that I do. But because it reminds me so much of like different things from junior school or early high school, it, I don't know, it sucks me in, in a way that, um, I think they get buy in from our age group.
1: David came home a few days ago. I don't remember what it was. I was cooking and he looked at the television in the kitchen and he said, designated survivor. Really? Yeah. And I I was like, listen, (laughs) here's what you, here's what you should know all too well about me right now. If there is a story, any, any story, I don't care any story where the United States Capitol is threatened, Mm -hmm. um, where there is a bomb, where there is a change, in the executive branch leadership for some yes. reason, I am 100% in for that. I don't, I don't, I don't even care what the genre is. There is something about, I guess it's my personality. Like if something can affect the highest office in the land. Yes. And there is government intrigue attached to that. I'm I'll, I'll, I'll go as far as you want to take me with that. I'm I'm in. Yeah. 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 And that's a
2: bold commitment because I feel like we started Designated Survivor when it came on. And I, and I'm going to tell you, I have a pretty low bar for this kind of stuff, but I was like, (laughs) well, this is some really bad acting. This is, it was the Joey Tribbiani, like this is some smell the fart acting. Like it, it, it's bad.
1: Well, because you can't see, and I mean, and listen, I'm sympathetic even as a as I say this about the dilemma he must have faced, but you cannot see Kiefer Sutherland in some sort of survival setting without thinking about 24. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, so it's not Jack Bauer because this man wears glasses. He's got glasses on. So it's not Jack Bauer because of glasses. Yeah. So there's that whole, I don't know. I think that is, is is it a CBS show? Is it a Fox show? Do you know? I can't remember. I want to say CBS. Well, whatever it is, it's, um. I, there's almost like, I don't know, it's almost like there's a school that people go to sometimes if they have to, if they have to learn to play, I don't know, efficient government employee or, yes. I, I don't know, unexpectedly thrust into the spotlight where your eyes dart around a lot. But I'm not saying it's a, it's, I can't say it's a great show. No. I'm just saying that I needed something to kind of have on in the background while I was cooking. And I was like, oh, the Capitol's attacked? Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a great premise. I mean, it, it it's a, a great, great
1: premise. It's
2: mm-hmm. a great premise for a show. Now, I've heard good things about Madam Secretary. I've never watched it.
1: I've watched that too. I, I've kind of, I'll, I'll watch that for a little bit and I'll back off. And then I'll okay. watch it and I'll back off. So. Okay.
2: All right. I've never watched it, but I've had people recommend it to me. Um, but it hasn't ever been one that I've actually followed through on.
1: Uh, my problem, some, like with Madam Secretary, here's what I what I get frustrated by. Sometimes they're not frustrated. That's a strong word. Here's what sort of snaps me out of the of being a part of the story. is because she is the Secretary of State. Obviously, she deals with like different crises around the globe. Yes. And so I always think, you know, like. She's on the phone with somebody in a dangerous situation in Zimbabwe or wherever. And I'm always mindful. They just cut out a closet somewhere and put some boards up in the background. Yes, There's something about it that feels so fake to me. I don't know what, like what, like I'm, I'm like, I'm going to CBS and asking for reality all the time. I don't know, but there's something about it where I don't know, maybe it's too, because I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it just okay. feels, it feels like if I were to put a, if I were to take out a corner of this office, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels yeah. a little low budget. Okay. Okay. All right. But I get, I get I, it. I think, I think, I mean, but like the acting is, is good. It's enjoyable. Um, okay. It's All a nice right. marriage. You don't get a lot of nice marriages.
2: No, on television, you know. so. no. Well, yeah. the stress of politics really takes the toll,
1: <laughs> <It does. laughs> really, really takes the toll on a marriage. So mm-hmm. anyway, so I, I I may go back to Madam Secretary here sometime soon. But.
2: Okay. All right. Well, well, we have been watching. So other than the Stranger Things, Caroline and I have been watching. I got her into, which I had told her For probably six months, but I finally got her at a weak moment where she had nothing else to watch. And so she and I, every night after Perry goes to bed, have been uh, watching Veronica Mars.
1: Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the new one to come out.
2: I know. And so, but she, and I, cause I knew she would like it. I was like, I know, cause I think she was afraid it was going to feel really dated, but I was like, trust me, this is like an alias type of thing where there are going to be some references or a couple of things that feel dated, but it's going to be worth it because it's such a good show. Um, And so she has thoroughly enjoyed it. So we're almost done with season one of Veronica Mars.
1: It's so good. And it's, it's so, so good. The writing's so good. And the, the, the acting is great. I, I love that show. And yeah, I'm it's a good about a new season.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I watched that show. Do you know, this is what's so funny is you found that show at some point and you bought the DVDs. So let's think about, and then you and I were somewhere together and you said, I'll bring you the DVDs. And I think somewhere in my storage cabinets, I still have your Veronica Mars DVDs, (laughs) which I'm assuming at this point, you probably don't need anymore.
1: No, uh, uh, those are all available now via streaming services. That that would have, that would have been pre Netflix. That was probably when you were still, we were still ordering DVDs from Netflix, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean like,
2: yeah. And you said, I bought them. I liked it so much. I bought the DVDs and you said, I'll bring them to you. So you brought me all three seasons of Veronica Mars on DVD and I I still have them somewhere. So if you ever want them back, just know that I still have them. But how funny is that, that that was like that, you know um, but I think all that to say I remember parts of it but there are episodes there are things that I don't totally remember like Caroline asked me last night something she was like is that gonna happen and I was like I I honestly don't know if the, I can't remember if that happens or not you know because it's been so long ago and I think I had a toddler at the time sure so I'm like I don't you know I don't know I mean I was sleep deprived the first time I watched this and so I don't remember
1: I I know I think David and I watched the first season I want to say we had the DVDs for Netflix. And then it was so good when we finished it. I was like, I want to see season two. Mm-hmm. And he went up to the Best Buy well, and bought season two and brought it home. And we watched mm-hmm. season two. Like, I think that's how we, I don't remember. Or maybe, maybe we owned season one and finished it. I don't know. But, okay. but I, it was one of the first shows that I watched like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you just didn't watch shows like that back no. when the kids were little. You, no. You,
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you had to wait yeah. a week. And then I watched it. I don't, remember, I don't remember what year I watched it, but it's been a long time ago. I mean, I want to say it's in the 2009-ish
1: range, if I had to guess. Um, hey, I think David just got home because Hazel's whimpering. Let me let her out real quick. Okay. So she can go see him. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. I'll let you. She was very excited.
2: Yes, well, understandably so. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well we so, we had a whole thing we talked about about the 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 sunwashed citrus wallflowers from Bath and Body Works. I'm not telling that story again. I'll just say <laughs> they're delightful. You <laughs> should buy some. They're good. I've enjoyed them.
2: And tell us about the Instapot, because we did talk about that too, which I felt like was very valuable information. It's fine. And <laughs>
1: in a nutshell, it's fine. It's adequate. <laughs> <laughs> no, Well, I told Melanie, oh. and the part that we lost is that um, I bought an instant pot. Yes,
2: yes. So, and I said, I would like to continue to hear more about your journey, that this did not convince me yet to buy one, but mm-hmm. it did open up the door because I feel like we do share the same philosophies on meat textures and flavors mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the fact that the crock pot makes everything smell the same, which is always alarming to me.
1: Right. So I, I did think that the, it was super tender. I, I was fascinated that I was able to cook a pork roast in 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, like that part of it, I think I will really enjoy when school starts. And I said some other things, but quite frankly, I don't really know what they were and which would just, it would <laughs> yeah we're just uh,
2: we're just annoyed. It, it was too much i know now speaking of technology and advances that we have um okay so yeah let's so okay i have been hearing about the um the have you heard about the revlon the one step volumizer hair dryer
1: I don't believe I have.
2: Okay. Well, I had been seeing it from several different like fashion bloggers or whatever. So it is essentially like a round type brush that blows heat where you, so the heat comes from within the brush. So all you do is use that round brush with the heat coming out of it to do your hair. I so this is
1: what my sister uses to dry her hair.
2: Okay, well, it's, it's, uh it's, yeah, so people and they talk about it, because it's like, because you know how, like, when you go to the beauty shop, and they do, you know, they use the round brush, and your hair is like silky smooth, but then you go home. And if you're like me, you try to use the round brush, and you just end up with like a big rat's nest, because I have never been able to master using the round brush and holding the hair dryer in my other hand. Okay. So I'm just not that gifted. So anyway, so Caroline started talking about it, because she most of the time she'll just go to sleep with her hair wet, but she started talking about it. So she went and got not the volumizer, which is the round brush because she shares her mother's issues and she was afraid that would be a big tangled mess. But they also have the Revlon one-step Hair Dryer and styler that's a paddle brush. So it's like the paddle brush.
1: I'm, I'm looking at it right now.
2: Yeah, that blows. So she... I'm going to use it tonight so stay tuned. I haven't used oh. it yet. She, she used it the other night and it was amazing. Like it was like she was able to like blow out her hair and it was like her hair has gotten so curly um and wavy that it's hard to blow it dry just straight and so she still like she didn't get it stick straight but it was very smooth. So it was like a very smooth non-frizz wave that she was able to blow dry her hair into with this brush with this hair dryer and styler yeah so i'm going to use it so stay tuned that'll be like the instapod it'll be an ongoing thing i'll let everybody know um but i've I've heard great things about the volumizing one um but a lot of times for me i just because i don't always blow dry my hair so i'm like i think the paddle brush one could be because when i do blow dry my hair i just use a paddle brush
1: you know i have deep resentment nothing personal against you of course but i have deep resentment <laughs> against people who don't have to dry their hair i mean like i can't it. It's unfair and well, I know life's not fair, but I have, I feel like if there's one thing I could eliminate from my life and be so happy about it, it is drying my dadgum hair. I get so tired of it. I hate it every time.
2: I hate but it. But don't you think it's the, it's to me, it's the difference between short hair and long hair because my hair doesn't necessarily, I mean, let me mm. preface, I can't not dry it and then wake up and have it look good. I just go to sleep with it wet and then I can manage to make it look
1: good with the curling iron the next day if I need it to look good. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since my hair had any length at all to it, but, but my hair has never like my whole life. I have never been able to just, it gets, um, it's got enough natural curl in it that it gets a little curly, but in all the wrong places.
0: okay And and,
1: and it gets super frizzy. Like it's, it's, it's not pretty what, what happens to it. So, and it may be exacerbated a little bit by now by the fact that it's short, but I do use a round brush. Surprisingly, I do, would use a round brush and a blow dryer to fix my hair because, um, about, I don't know, maybe 12 or 13 years ago, a lady in my hometown who was cutting my hair at the time, like just gave me a straight up lesson for two different times Mm. when I went to get my hair done yeah, and and sort of changed my whole life about, about understanding what I needed to do. So Um, but I think I would love this. I think I would love like just seeing the picture of it. I think I would enjoy that a lot because it seems like it would be quicker.
2: Yeah. I think it would be quicker and it feels like it would be sleeker. I, my problem has always been that I think I want to use, it's weird because I'm left-handed, you know, I write left-handed. I mean, yeah, I write left-handed, but then when I do a lot of other things, I use my right hand. So the problem is, is I can't I want to blow dry my hair with my right hand, but I can't use that brush with my left hand. Like I need to, right. I don't know. That That's it's just my cross to bear. I, I use,
1: do I do brush right hand. I'm right-handed. I use the brush right hand and I just, I blow dry with the left hand. Okay. Um. I don't know. Now it looks like there are on, on Amazon with the round brush, the Revlon One Step Hair Dryer.
2: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: There are 7,566 customer reviews and 721 answered questions. I'm going to tell you something. Wow. The people who go on Amazon <laughs> and ask questions, <laughs> I treasure those people. I I love those people. The fact that you would go on Amazon, you would ask a question, you would expect to get a sincere answer in That's response. Exactly right. It it is a level of optimism and um trust in mankind that we don't see a lot of anymore because yeah. i think i could probably look at five of these questions and there's going to be some smart aleck trying oh, to for sure. uh-huh there i would is. also love the people who go on amazon and this is a whole separate thing um mm-hmm. who go on amazon to lodge a complaint
2: mm-hmm. um
1: but i we, won't, we don't have to get into that now but no, i
2: i think in general you know Perry said a long time ago that one of his, like, if you go on the internet, like, at least then you know that it's bad information. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I don't know why you think these people on Amazon are going to want to tell you like their real thoughts or are going to be sincere in any way. Now, some of them are, I mean, I feel like sure. sometimes people will say like, yes, I really, but then a lot of times you, I don't know, it's, you can find a lot of um, gold comments in the question and answer section of an Amazon product. Absolutely.
1: Okay, well, this is a great find. I think this could be really helpful.
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm going to use it tonight. I was purposely, but Caroline, because I was like, because she got it, and she went to Alta because she loves to go to Alta, and so she used it because I said, keep the box, keep the receipt. I said, because if you don't like it and you're not going to use it, let's take it back. But she was like, no, I really like it, and I was like, and your hair looks really good. So um, tonight is hair wash night for me, so I thought I'm going to try it tonight and see how it see how it
1: works. Okay.
2: Well, um, so, now I'm looking
1: tuned. at, I'm now I'm looking at the one star reviews, just like my one star book reviews. I can't look away. No, because um, here's the thing: you're always going to find
2: somebody whose glass is half empty on Amazon.
1: Hey, y'all, it's me, all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about simple contacts. Listen, there are a million things demanding your time contact lenses should not be one of them and simple contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes so if you're on your couch you can reorder your contacts if you're in an airport you can reorder your contacts if you're at your office guess what you can reorder your contacts the doctor's office is now wherever you are it's so simple y'all the simple contacts vision test is self-guided it takes less than five minutes takes so much less time than if you have to make an appointment and get to the eye doctor, take time off, sit in the waiting room. This test is designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test. So you can skip the office visit, but not the care. The reviews for Simple Contacts speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store. And you can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person if you need some help. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with so you don't have to shop around. And the vision test is only $20. Plus, the contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we have a special promotion for our listeners of the Big BooCast. Y'all, I did not understand how this could work. But sure enough, I stood right here in my office. I took a vision test. Somebody looked over that vision test. They confirmed my prescription, and my contacts were on the way. Really is a time saver. So for twenty dollars off your first Simple Contacts order, that's all you have to do, you go to simplecontacts.com/bigboo20, or use the promo code bigboo20 at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash BigBoo2020 or enter the promo code BigBoo20 at checkout for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order. Now, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. Simple Contacts will only test that your current prescription helps you to see 2020. They don't write new prescriptions. They don't examine eye health but this is a great way to make sure that your prescription is accurate and to renew your contact lens orders. I'm a fan. One last thing I want to mention to y'all. If you have listened to the podcast for any length of time, you know that Melanie and I both get the biggest kick out of talking about whatever we happen to be obsessed with. It could be a certain kind of moisturizer. It could be our favorite sunscreen. It could be a really cute pair of pajamas that is the most comfortable thing we've ever worn in our lives. Well, if you will go to Amazon.com slash shop slash big boo, that's Amazon.com slash shop slash big boo you will find an assortment of all the things we love the most. They're all in one spot. It's easy to see them. It's easy to click through. And it's a fun way for us to be able to share stuff with you that we are loving a whole bunch. Amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. So many of our favorite things are right there. Okay, everybody. Here we go with the rest of episode 145. All right. Well, I hope y'all have enjoyed these 25 minutes of fun. Um, <laughs> see, it would be, it would be 42, but I don't know if we mentioned it, but we lost 17 minutes. That's exactly just, right. We just lost it. It's just gone forever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. But that's okay. This was just, this is a short, this was like a podcast snack. And next time we'll be back with a full <laughs> meal.
1: Um, by the way, we're going to be out of town together next week.
2: We are going to be out of town.
1: And um, this is exciting because we haven't seen each other in a while.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk podcast strategy and <laughs> all of that stuff. I'm sure. We always say we're going to do that. And then we get together and we end up talking about like the Real Housewives instead. And-
1: how many times, how how many times do you think over the last 12 years have have we said before we were going to see each other that we were going to go somewhere and I was going to show you how to edit the podcast? Oh, I can't even tell you so many times. <laughs>
2: So many times, because I'm like, if you would just show me how to edit it, then I can help you with the editing. And then that way we can all do it, um, you know, together or whatever, or, you know, I can share some of the burden of that. Never have, it's, it's happened 0% of the times that we've ever. Zero done
1: times. So I have a list right now. I'm looking at it right now that I have made for us for, um, because, you know, we said several months ago, we were going to do Patreon. And we still want to do Patreon, but it just we just we just have got to get really organized to be able to do that to not frustrate people after we do it, and we've got to have some content backed up yeah in order to to not frustrate people after we do it exactly um because if people are gonna pay extra, then you want to make sure that there's a product there' and that you don't record for seventeen minutes and then lose it yeah so um, so I have an I have a list of ideas mm-hmm. for us for Patreon, mm-hmm. and um, and a couple of weeks ago I worked on a website for the podcast that yeah, I think yeah. now the free trial has expired and I've lost it, but it was fantastic <laughs> when I was <laughs> when I was I was really just trying to get a feel for it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, but that's okay. We're taking baby steps, and I feel like maybe fall of twenty nineteen will really be the time. <laughs> That we that we get it together. I feel. I like think it will be. I think it could be our most productive season yet of of the Big Boo Cast.
1: I may have written August. I think I, I think I put August twenty twenty nineteen with a question mark. Okay. Um. So we'll see if we if we make it. Okay. We'll
2: well, we've got a month, so that gives us a month. So I, f- I feel good about that. But we're gonna we're gonna really talk about it next week.
1: Um. By the way, I really feel like I feel bad that we're not even at thirty minutes and that we're gonna that we're gonna tell everybody bye.
2: I don't. I don't really feel that bad. About it.
1: <laughs> so, do you have any? Do you have any music? Do you have any summer songs that have that have been have been enjoyable to you? No, I no. <laughs> you I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> um, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to look
2: at my phone. You know what I can tell you is we, or or we can tell it because we need to have this person on as a guest. So Perry got to meet Travis and Angela in person this (gasps) past weekend.
1: That is right. Please Uh, tell us about it.
2: It was so fun. It was, it was like such an unexpected little treat. So we need to have Travis on the podcast again. We talked about that, but, um, we, uh, I'm trying to think it was Friday afternoon and we were home and, um, we were just sitting around cause it was 4th of July. So, you know, it was one of those, I feel like 4th of July on a Thursday makes the weekend, you know, it was one of those like weekends. that seemed like it lasted forever because it started like when, you know what I mean? Like Perry didn't work mm-hmm. on Friday. And so it was,
1: so thir- I was convinced Friday was Monday. Yeah. It was the most, I was convinced it was Monday.
2: Yeah. It was like a weird, you know, like mm-hmm. succession of days. And so Anyway, so Friday afternoon, like about, I guess it was like, I don't know, late afternoon, I get a text. And it's like a selfie of Travis and Angela. And they're like, guess who's in town? Guess who's in New Braunfels? And I was, and I was like, no way. And they said, yeah, we're here for a wedding. Um, and so it was somebody who had worked at the church with Travis. A girl was getting married. And um, she's from Texas originally. And so like she's getting married and we came for the wedding and they had said that they could fly into either Austin or San Antonio. So I think he was, he said, we were under the impression we thought we were going to be further away from San Antonio than what we were, but he's like, we're not that far. So anyway, so we said, we made a, we made a plan and we met like halfway, which was about 20 minutes for each of us to drive. And so we went okay. for lunch on Saturday and it was so fun. We met at this little place out in Spring Branch, Texas. And... um. And it was so fun because Perry had never met Travis and Angela
1: before. So um, did you leave with a sense of, of, of calm and a, a, an affirmation in your purpose of after being with Angela? Of course. Mm-hmm. Angela
2: always is, you know, she's just the voice of, she's calm. She's so lovely to be with. It's that whole mm-hmm. thing of, and Perry was like, they're great. And I was like, yeah, they are great because they're just so fun to be with, but you will appreciate this. And it, if Travis is listening to this, he'll laugh. We were talking about something at lunch and I don't even remember what it was. And Perry was telling him something like, well, the problem is that it was kind of like, and Travis like stood up and started like, kind of like moving his hands in the air. Like he was whatever. And Perry and I were both like, I was like, he is really buying into whatever Perry's telling him. Like he's, he's like so excited. He had to stand up. Now there was a fly that kept landing on his arm. (laughs) Is that the most Travis thing in the world? And it was driving him crazy. And so he had to get up, move his arms all around, in the hopes that that would make that fly go away and not come back.
1: I thought you were gonna say the spirit had fallen or something. Well, that's like <laughs>
2: mean, I was like, really, he's really feeling what Perry's telling him. Like he's really buying uh-huh. into this. And then it, and then we were like, is that? And then he was like, no, there's a fly. I've got to get the fly. So he had to go while we were all still sitting there at lunch. He had to go to the car and get a hoodie with long sleeves. <laughs> Because he couldn't handle that fly. <laughs> but I said that, but I told Perry, I said, that's Travis. He's always in motion. You know what I mean? It's why he's he like washed in his muscadines while we're trying to podcast. <laughs>
1: that's right. It's like he can never,
2: he doesn't sit still. Mm-hmm. But it was really fun. It was fun to get to, you know, that I know y'all have gotten to be with them several times because y'all's geographical locations are more conducive to that. But it was mm-hmm. fun um, for Perry to get to meet them after all these years of us being friends. And he had never actually gotten to meet them in person. So that was, that was a fun little unexpected thing.
1: That's so fun. They're just two of my favorites. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're so easy to be with.
2: Yeah. It was super fun. And we talked about the kids and we talked about soccer and we talked about music and books and all that kind of stuff. And then they were going that night, which I'm glad that we didn't have to, but the wedding that they were, uh, a part of was going to be kind of in new Braunfels, which is lovely, but it was going to be an outdoor wedding. And oh. I can't even tell you how glad I was, mm. but it was casual. So it wasn't like they had to be in suits for an outdoor wedding, but I was like, I just, I feel like if you're going to have an outdoor wedding in South Texas. It really ought to be in March.
1: Oh, listen, how about January? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, this morning I picked Alex up from workouts. Um, he still does not have a car. still looking but um but I picked him up from football workouts at 9 30 and it was and of course they had started at 6 30 it was Mm -hmm. it was so hot it was it was so hot at that at that point in the morning those boys looked like I mean they were just it's brutal it's it's just we're headed into the worst stretch of it right now the yep. worst.
2: Yep. Yep. It is. It's that whole like have you seen that thing that's like in the south, you have like it's spring, then it's summer, then it's still summer. And then you still can't believe it's summer. <laughs> and then now it's supposed to be fall, but it's still summer. Like that's, I right. feel like we're, it's
1: pretend fall.
2: Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like you just, so, cause I feel like you do, you hit that where like the days and we had like, and I think it was the day we actually met Travis and Angela where it, that was a dr- day where it felt like it had dried out a little bit. Like it wasn't quite as humid. Uh, mm-hmm. But then like by Sunday morning we woke up and it was like, Oh, the humidity is just back. It's just
1: hot and humid. So, so what do we think next week? Is that going to be humid? Do we think? Do we think we're, it's or is it just going to be windy? I
2: think it'll just be dry and windy. That's what I think. Okay, that's my that's okay. my hypothesis. I don't know. I, there again, that's not based on any kind of science. That's just my guess. That's not any <laughs> you know, real.
1: You're not looking at your weather chart at your three D <laughs> Doppler radar.
2: <laughs> not that is not based on any real meteorological knowledge. <sighs> <laughs> so um yeah. So that's that's that.
1: Okay, well that's fine that y'all got to see them. And yeah, it was it we'll, was super fun. We'll get to see each other and um well,
2: and we need to have uh and we need to get Travis to get on the podcast because we did talk about we had a good discussion of eighties music and he declared, you know, how as he does that nineteen eighty four, in his opinion, is the best year of music.
1: Yes. Yes. He's, he's got a very specific opinion about that. So, Uh Uh okay, well, we'll, we'll work on that. Maybe, maybe we can do that next time and it won't be, um, you know, this, this coming up on 40 minutes of blathering. Exactly. But I've, I've enjoyed it even though, even though we had a, we had a, a little bit of a speed bump. I feel like we've persevered. We did. We've made it through. It's all going to be fine. Thank y'all for bearing with us.
2: Thank you. Yes. We'll Mm -hmm. try to do better next time. Do better next time, Zencaster.
1: Do better, internet. Wait. Don't stop listening yet. Because in case you're wondering what is up with the dramatic music in the background, here's what happened. I had just started to edit this episode. And I thought, I'm going to check one more time and see if what we recorded yesterday is there. Now, when we had our little glitch, I couldn't see Melanie's tracks. She couldn't see my tracks. It was like it all just vaporized. But I went back today, and it was there. So, I'm about to tack on those 17 minutes we thought were gone forever. They were not gone forever. And now you get to hear all my thoughts about the Instant Pot won't the lord do it won't he do it so here's the 17 minutes we thought we're missing sorry we were a little bit of a debbie downer especially there at the end of the first part and thank y'all so much for listening okay here we go hey everybody this is sophie this is big mama hey it's melanie it's big mama we're just gonna see where this goes today we're just gonna see where it takes us which is so different than our usual
2: where we have a plan <laughs> and we really talk about what we're going to say. So right. we're really and, doing something different.
1: And by the way, Melanie's on the beanbag chair. So I am,
2: but my mic you... is stationary.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't believe me. No, I do It just makes noise. You just, it just makes noise, but it's fine. You know what? Everybody loves you in the beanbag chair and they don't mind the noise. So it's it's fine. It's a very sturdy, it's not a 1970s
2: beanbag chair. Let me reiterate. (laughs) It is a very nice pottery barn, almost like a piece of furniture.
1: Right. There's just a little something, a little scratchy noise sometimes, but it's fine. You're comfortable your microphone it is is propped up on its two legs and it's fine. That's
2: exactly right. It's yep, it's exactly right. So I have been so what I told you is I had lost track of time because Caroline we're driving to college station tomorrow because she's going to soccer camp starting Thursday and so I was trying to get her packed. Mm-hmm. Um, today and here's the problem with packing a teenager is nothing is in the places where it's supposed to be in her room you know like the lord a sock drawer is like a loose definition for Mm. maybe you put some pajama tops and some sports bras in there i don't know you know maybe you wad up perhaps like one of your best shirts Mm. that ought to be on a hanger and you you wad that up and put it down at the bottom um so it turned into a whole rabbit trail for me um Wherein what happens, I get her closet all organized and looking like something I would want to live in, and it'll stay like that
1: till tomorrow. It'll be like that Mm -hmm. till
2: tomorrow, and then it'll be wrecked again.
1: It is. Mm. As you were saying all this, it's like I didn't know what to do with my hands. I just Mm -hmm. like do I? I just do I pray? Do I like I? I? I am sure. My mother felt the same way about me, yes, and about the way that i take I took care of my clothes and my things mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. but I am telling you that there is nothing else in my domestic life that causes me to call on the name of jesus yes to to ask for the covering of the holy spirit, yes, um, and the patience of the Lord mm-hmm. like that room and that closet.
2: Yep. Yeah. Oh my word. And the bathroom where lids don't don't ever go back on products. We just leave mm -hmm. stuff. I have to have these talks about, you know, that's just allowing bacteria to collect. Like you're just bacteria is just collecting on top of that Mm -hmm. face cream. And, and I'm fine with the amount of products because she comes by honestly like she doesn't go out with her friends that she doesn't come home with an Ulta bag where she's gotten some sort of new cleanser or scrub or something which Mm -hmm. whatever but like put the lid back on it like Mm -hmm. I don't I don't even care like just put the lid back on it Mm -hmm. it just it drives me crazy that and then the tags here's the other thing for new items like if you're going to remove a tag
1: Mm -hmm. I'm gonna
2: need you to not leave it just laying on your bedroom floor I'm Mm -hmm. gonna need it to go Mm -hmm. in, in a trash can
1: yes Lord so yes,
2: Lord. I, I don't understand. I'm just I feel like I need to go ahead and write a note of apology to her college roommate, except I, her college roommate will probably be the same. I don't know when you go. I don't know at what point in life, because I know I was the same. I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I can remember, you know, but like at what Ooh. point do you do you do you transition to like mm-hmm. where you're like, you know what, I'm going to take care of my nice things that I have. Yes.
1: Yes. I, even the other night I was reminding myself that at some point I became a person who cleans up the kitchen every night. Right. Like I, I became a person who, who keeps a pretty tidy kitchen, who, who cares about the state of my home. Like at some point I became that person. Um, Yeah. I would, I would love if that would kick in sooner, as opposed to to later, and just pray that it kicks in at all.
2: Yeah, um, I, just, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know when that happens. I guess maybe somewhere between when you start college and get your own apartment eventually, maybe is where mm-hmm. that happens. I don't remember the transition for me, but I'm going to tell you, I'm tired of stuff, and this is what I say every time. I'm going to start picking this stuff up, and I'm going to collect it in a bag, and you're going to have to pay me to get it back. Like that's my threat, you know. Just I'm, I'm done with all the stuff but well we've done it yet well
1: we cover you with our prayers thank Um, you i will say i so i mentioned at one point on several podcasts ago about the the cleaner at target that that smells a little bit like the volcano can yeah yeah um although it's it's a watery cleaner it's not just like potent but it does if you get down in there it does smell like it well somebody somebody emailed me after or or maybe messaged me. I can't remember. After I talked about that and said, "Hey, the Bath and Body Works Sun Kiss Citrus or Sun Citrus, which oh. one is it?" I, I can't remember. Okay. Um, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check that right now just to make sure that um, that I, I give the correct information because, as you know, we pride ourselves on our journalistic integrity. Um, it's the. It's the sun. Tell them. Yeah. It's sun kissed citrus. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Um, but let me, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Um, bath and body works. It's sun washed citrus. Excuse me. Okay. Um, so the bath and body works, sun washed citrus. Somebody said smells a lot like, like the volcano candle. Well, it, it, it is so true. It smells like it in a big way. And, um, and they have all the normal products, but I specifically went in our bath and body works and I've never been somebody like to use a plugin because I don't like, yeah, I don't like manufacture. I, I just, I'm real funny about scents. Yeah. I believe this has been well established here. Yes. Yes. But I was like, if it smells like that and I can get it in plug-in form, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went in our bath and body works and I was going to get wallflowers. Well, they were out of the SunWash citrus little, Things that you put into the wallflowers. So I went online and I um, on the internet. I went on the internet okay, and yes, I, <laughs> yes, and, yes, and I ordered a pack of the sunwashed citrus. Or I got I can't remember how many I got, but they were on sale. And I got three wallflowers, and so now I have them placed. I have one in the den off of our kitchen. I have one in um, the guest room because the the plug is really close to the hallway. Yeah, and then I have another one. I can't remember where I put the third one. Um, okay. oh, by the front door. Yeah. And they're fantastic. Oh, okay. So, so it's been good for me as I walk down the hall, as opposed to maybe getting a lingering something from that morning's football mm-hmm. workout clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I smell that that sun-washed citrus and yeah. I'm I'm in a better place. And so yeah. I'm gonna go up to the Bath and Body Works and get me two more plugins uh, that you put in the outlet because it's just because David is pretty sensitive to scent too. And he even said like, it's really mild. Like it's not anything super strong. Okay. It's just, Mm -hmm. but I I really, I really like it. So Bath and Body Works, Sunwash Citrus, whoever, a couple of people actually emailed me or messaged me about it. And so thank you to them for that tip because it was True. And it's great. Okay. Okay. See, that would be a good, because I really
2: have gotten to wear like over, I have a couple of candles I still like, but what I really like is to have a diffuser going. And I like to have like peppermint and like eucalyptus right. and lavender. Like I like that smell. Like I like, cause it, smelt, I do it, it smells like a spa. It smells like, you know, spa-y, like I'm at a resort kind of. So that's my preferred thing. But the problem is with the diffuser, you can't keep it going I mean, I guess it's like a candle too, but you know what I mean? Like you have to like refill Mm -hmm. it and wipe it Mm -hmm. out and then my oils and all that stuff. But we're all about, I mean, we keep adding, like, I feel like almost every room in our house now has a diffuser because I do think that a diffuser for whatever reason, and maybe it's the peppermint, but like if you have a lingering, like cooking smell in your house, I feel like the Mm -hmm. diffuser helps get that smell out better than a candle does. Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm that's my theory that's um, not science that's just my own personal theory I don't I can't back that up
1: with anything other than my own personal experience right we don't have any formulas or or graphics but but just in your experience well it has I have enjoyed having the things plugged in again that's usually not my deal because I am so sensitive to scent but I have really enjoyed them it's mild it's pleasant okay um and so it's been a good, I'm not, you know, it's not like, what's the commercial where is it Febreze where it's like, you've gone nose blind. Yes. Uh, yes. Like, uh, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that's necessarily, um, I, I'm not going to solve anything with Febreze is what yeah. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I can't, that smell I can't do, but, um, but this uh, I have enjoyed. So, okay. so maybe right. somebody else will enjoy it too. That, well, but that's well to know. The other new thing that has been, um, interesting is that I bought myself, um, a couple of weeks ago, I bought me an instant pot or as, as my mama would have called it an instapot. She would have oh, said instapot. pot. Yes. I, I, <laughs> you know, an, an yes. instant pot. Um, <clears throat> I bought an instant pot, and I know that we have had that sort of a shared philosophy that in the crock pot, all meat tastes like the same meat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but what was kind of intriguing to me about the instant pot is my mama used a pressure cooker a lot when I was growing up. And so to do different things, so I have a little nostalgia about a pressure cooking situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, and that you can also you can sear things in the instant pot, so you get some texture on the okay. top of your of your meat. Um, and then just like for when I for when I start back to school, you know, just being able to to program something or to be able to cook something quick at night. And they were on sale at Walmart for fifty nine dollars, which was oh, a, a significant savings. <laughs> yes, so I bought my instant pot. And, um, so I decided the first night that I used it, that I was just going to do a Boston butt in there because uh-huh. you can cook a whole pork roast in 40 minutes. Wow. Um, that is, I mean, really, I mean, <laughs> you talk, welcome you to 2019. To to about, about I know you want to talk about science. How about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, seriously. So so I got a Boston butt and I found a recipe online I usually like it with a Boston, butt, I'll cook it, I'll season it, but then I'll do barbecue sauce, but I was out of barbecue sauce. And so I found a recipe online where you made this um, mojo sauce with fresh limes and fresh oranges and garlic. And I was like, okay, that sounds kind of fresh and good. Um, And then you sear the Boston butt in the instant pot and then put it in there for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm.
2: And then after
1: it cooks, you have to wait for all the steam to release. So it takes about 40 minutes total. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Yes. that tell, um, Okay. I know you're on the edge of your seat. I am. Um, that meat was so tender. It was, it was beyond fork tender. I mean, wow. it was, it was so tender. And then in the recipe, what it, what it, it suggested that you do is after you get it shredded to put it on, um, a cookie sheet and put your oven on broil and just stick it under the broiler for just a couple of minutes so that the ends get a little toasted uh-huh, like it would if uh-huh. you actually had it on a grill. Yeah. That by the way is the best tip. Like that's not something I have never done. You put some of the sauce on it and then stick it under the broiler and it does just give it some more texture, which yeah. I, I, I like texture and with meat. I agree. Um, So that was great. Now the sauce that I made was too garlicky for me. I don't okay. love I don't love garlic. I I like I'm fine using garlic powder instead of fresh garlic, but I used fresh garlic in this one because I was trying to get by the rules. Um it had it was a little garlicky for me. But I'm gonna tell you that when when Alex Hudson saw that meat uh-huh. um for dinner that night and he tasted it, his his reaction to that meat was somewhere along the lines of Joey Tribbiani's reaction to Rachel's Thanksgiving trifle. Okay. All it, right. It was, it was a level of enthusiasm that, that I have not seen since the sliders mm-hmm. that that we have grown to love. He thought it was, it was fantastic. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say in terms of having a 16 year old boy. Yeah. Who can put it down when mm-hmm. it comes to a, a meat and potato situation. I think it's going to be a really good option. I think it's going to enable me to fix some things during the week when school starts that I normally, like I wouldn't be able to do last minute. Yes. Yes. So, so I'm, um, I am optimistic about the Instant Pot and I am, um, I, I think that, I don't know if there's still $59, but I feel like I'm going to get my money's worth out of it.
2: I think, okay, I can't wait to hear more on this. This, your story has not convinced me yet to buy one. Okay. Okay. Um, because I feel like.
1: I appreciate your caution. Well, I appreciate no. your. Mm-hmm. But
2: I'm open to it because I know that you and mm-hmm. I share a lot of the same philosophies in terms of crockpot smells and meat texture mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I feel like this mm-hmm. is, a, this is, a, this feels like a real endorsement. This feels like a legitimate endorsement to me. So I feel like I want to continue to hear about your journey. And it's like the bachelor, I want to continue to go on this journey with you. And I want to hear about it. And I'm, I'm now open to it. Because I too, I feel like could benefit because especially during the school year, I feel like there's so many times where you just need to do something that's not going to take a lot of time.
1: Right? Yeah. So I I thought about making a roast. um, But I, I don't know why I went with the pork roast instead. And so I think I'm going to try, I think I'm going to try chicken and dumplings in it. Oh, um, that's a bold. Pl- I feel like that's a bold move. I do too. I feel like it's a bold move. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big step out in terms of yeah. what can the instant pot do? Well, we're, we're about to find out. Um, Cause I, I'm not like, I say in all humility, I make some real good chicken and dumplings. Yeah, I believe so, that. but I'm, I'm just wondering like, if, if it would work. And so here's, here's where I find myself, like when I think about using it though, and this is where I've got a learning curve that I'm going to have to be willing to, to work my way around. I feel like I can either go surefire with like what I make and that I know I can make it well, not in the instant pot. Yes. Or I'm going to have to experiment with the instant pot. And I don't, I I'm not willing yet to jeopardize Mm -hmm. a good meal for the sake of maybe some convenience. So yeah. I've got to do some more research. I've got to round up some more recipes. Um, okay. but I have taken this this the step forward. So Okay.
2: Okay. I am I am intrigued. I want to continue to hear about this. I will say I don't know when Walmart, but you know, uh, I personally am excited about July 15th and 16th, which is Monday and Tuesday is going to be, it's two days of Amazon prime day. It's like there, so they're going to have all these special sales. So I do feel like that could be a good occasion for somebody to find an Instapot on sale. Yeah. I don't know that for sure, but I just feel like that's the kind of thing they would put on a prime day that would be available.
1: I agree. I, I think I've gotten about about eleven emails about the fact that the fifteenth and sixteenth are Prime Day. Yes. I feel like I, I'm I'm aware, and it's always interesting to see what they what they have. And and by the way, I mentioned this on the last podcast during some ad time, but but we have a collection of our of our favorite things from Amazon, um, and you can access them anytime. And I think it's amazon.com slash shop slash big big. Okay. And it's, it's just some of our favorites. If anybody is shopping during Prime Day and would like to peruse. Yes. So. Yes. To see what, what some of our favorites,
2: because maybe the rosehip oil might be one of those things.
1: But oh, it could be deeply discounted. We could. don't even know. It
2: could. It could. Mm-hmm. Now we captain. have. Uh, well, and that too. I mean, that's it. What mm-hmm. if I just, I, I just got a maxi dress from uh, another Hello. maxi dress from Amazon just this week. Hello. So, um, but it Hello. was like it's like a like a strappy one. So I'm gonna Hello, use more I as like hear a swimsuit you. cover up. Hello, you've gone away. Thing. Are you there? Hello. Hello.
1: All right. Well, all that being said, I will see you on Monday. Yeah, I'll see Shackle. you on Monday. Okay. But I'm excited. We will, we will talk to y'all soon. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.